Sorry, guys, I meet Max at Rev a couple weeks ago in Boise. It has been nonstop since then, but uh, I wanted to say uh, the guys at AgriWeb really down to earth guys and um, have a really great platform that really has the rancher's needs at heart. And I struggle with uh, different ag technologies. I really like this one. Um, it does a lot of stuff I need for auditing. It also, um, simple to use, has a good app interface as far as the mobile use of it. Um, and it has a subscription, a yearly subscription instead of by the head, which can get really expensive after a while. And um, they're very helpful. Uh, Max has been helping me set up my, uh, my maps. Uh, I've only entered a few things in. Uh, we had a couple of grantings. I entered that information in, which will be good later on when I go to do my audits. Um, but I can't, I'm, I'm really happy with this app. It was everything I was looking for at the price point I was looking for. And uh, the other thing I'm really excited about, I will be joining the AgriWeb team and uh, a group of other experts on um, talking about carbon markets and um, what my position after studying carbon markets for a while is as a rancher. So it's a really good uh, conversation. And I hope maybe in the future, and I know that they're working on it, um, Cody and Max both, um, and their team in Australia, to make the app usable for tracking soil health and carbon type of questions. Um, it already tracks pasture and forage management, herd management, vaccine, um, a whole plethora of things. But all in all, just a really great product. I'm really happy with it so far and uh, look forward to it as it evolves which I think is another nice thing. I think a lot of apps that you look at in agritech are sort of what they are. But uh, AgriWeb seems to be one that will be constantly changing and growing as the demands of the ranching industry changes. So this is a great conversation. Um, we'll probably circle back around and uh, have a follow-up conversation after I've had about a year or six months of uh, use of the app and see... Uh, what things I noticed about it and maybe what they're working on six months from now. We are live. Anyways, uh, welcome everybody. This is the Ranch and Range podcast and uh, I'm really excited about today. Uh, this one has been a long time in the making, mostly all Max's effort. He'll introduce himself here in a little bit, but uh, we're going to talk about AgWeb. I uh, have been following them for probably six or seven months and uh, just jumped on the bandwagon with them and I'm really impressed with their platform. And uh, so, and I think there's a lot of room for growth there. So, but I want to dive in with these guys. So I'll let Max and Colby give you a little introduction on themselves and then we'll talk more about the platform and where we see it going in the future. And just uh, a lot of cool stuff to talk about and, uh, Real great thinking out of AgWeb. So really appreciate you guys joining me. And uh, Max, you want to give you, us a little background on you and uh, what your role is? Sure, sure. Yeah, I can definitely do that. I appreciate it, Rich, and really appreciate you having us uh, having us on. Um, we're excited to, to be on, on Ranch and Range here. So um, a little bit of background on, on me. I'll keep it brief, uh, but I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. Um, Worked on a few different ranches uh, in in South Texas um, growing up, and then went up to Texas Tech and, and studied natural resources and ranch management. Um, really, where I sort of uh, fell into the the industry, uh, really full full immersion, if you will. Um, after that, quickly moved up to Wyoming. Uh, spent my time up there, uh, sort of bouncing around South Central Wyoming. Uh, which was which was really fun. Guided some some fly fishing trips. Uh, had a had a really great time. But then moved back down to to Denver and and not too long after that jumped on board with uh, with AgriWeb. So was really prepared to get back into the industry and in, in sort of a capacity that I felt like was was really impactful. Um, and AgriWeb uh, really provided that. So excited to be on board. Excited to chat a little bit more about the platform and. And its history and and um, also the future as well. Colby, 
Yeah, yeah, I can introduce myself first and foremost. Thanks for having us on, Rich. I uh, really appreciate it. And, and we've been following you just as much as you've been following us the last couple of months. So uh, very excited to jump on the, the podcast. But my name is Kobe Buck. I grew up on a ranch in northeastern Colorado, right at the junction of like the Great Plains and those Nebraska sand hills that everyone kind of thinks of. Uh, but we, I grew up as a fifth generation rancher myself. Um, and after just going to the local high school, went to Harvard University on the East Coast and um, studied history and economics before jumping into supply chains and logistics based around commodities, ag-based, energy-based commodities. And then about a year ago, uh, the founders of AgriWeb reached out and they were saying, hey, we're thinking about launching in the U.S. I dove into the product and I'm like, wow, this is something that, that U.S. ranchers across the country could use. So quickly hopped back over to the Mississippi uh, settled in at the ranch as COVID was happening and cabbed out 200 heifers, helped localize a product. And uh, over the last year, this is really where we've been. We, we've localized a product completely. And now we're launching. We launched in late February, I believe, of this year and, and are, are really burning and turning when it comes to the United States to help provide value to ranchers across the country. Right on. Well, I'm going to have to beg my Aggie followers to hang on because I got a guy from tech and I got a guy from Harvard. And I, I can tell my sister probably already turned it off when she heard the tech guy. Did it <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rich. Um, I, I actually think I'm a family disappointment because I didn't go to CSU. Everyone else in my family seems like they went to CSU, <laughs> studied ag and, and, and animal science. And, and I disappointed my parents. So I'm kind of the, the oddball out when it comes to our family. I worked with this fascinating. Let's start off the side. I worked with this fascinating guy from, uh, and he put together the HHIV bike rides and uh, the three-day breast cancer walks. And he uh, wrote a book called Uncharitable. Just amazing guy named Dan Pallada, and he went to Harvard. And his running joke every time he did an introduction was, "You know how you can tell somebody that's from Harvard because they tell you within the first twenty seconds of you meeting them." <laughs> yeah, it's just that right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just had to rag on you a little bit. Um, hey, no problem. So um, it's interesting that so many cool technologies come out of New Zealand and Australia, and they often don't find traction in the United States, even though they're often superior to a lot of the United States um, similar products. I think they get vetted better. It's just I think there's a more open culture for uh, sort of an alignment with people in ranching and technology that we lack here in the States. So you want to give us a little history on the development and evolution of AgriWeb as it came through Australia and uh, maybe what some of the idea, why why they thought it, they were ready to take on the U.S. market and maybe why you guys think your strategy is going to be to tackle the U.S. market is probably going to be um, successful you seem to have you seem to be getting traction a lot faster than a lot of similar types of technology sure thing yeah I'd, I'd love to cover off on that i might answer the first part of that question and then kobe i'll i'll toss it off to you maybe for the uh for the second half and, and the strategy behind it um but so agriweb was founded uh about seven years ago although about to turn about to turn eight um and by two uh Two Aussies and, and one American. Um, the two the two Australians are uh, both fifth generation uh, ranchers themselves. Um, and the way that Justin Webb, one of our one of our founders, the way that he sort of uh, d describes how AgroWeb came to be was um, his dad got real sick and, and he had to go back to the family operation and um, and help out. So he he went home and he's sitting at the head of the kitchen table and sort of surrounded by consultants and managers and, and different uh, different folks. Um, and, you know, he they're saying, you know, making decisions for, for what's going to happen uh, there on the farm and, and on the ranch. And um, he was saying, you know, how if we spend this money on uh, pasture improvement or we spend this amount of money on bulls or, you know, this, that and the other, what return is that going to give? What yield is that going to give? What's the return on investment going to be? Um, you know, how can we figure that out? Everyone was kind of like, you know, we just, that's just, you know, it worked well for him. So it'll work well for us. Or, uh, you know, that's just the way that we do things. And, and it was just pretty crazy to him that there was no, um, true research behind some of these decisions that were, that were happening. 
Um, and I think that that has, you know, that has to do with a lot of reasons, but I think one of the, the main reasons is that there wasn't really a great way to, to track those things and to look back on those historical records and, and make decisions off of them. And so uh, that was sort of the, the seed that, um, the seed that started AgroWeb there. And so he joined up with, uh, with our other two co-founders, um, Kevin Baum and, uh, and John Farger, and they started AgriWeb, uh, like I said, about seven years ago. Um, and, and through that time, we've uh, definitely sort of um, really wrapped up the Australian market and, and uh, have a large presence in, in that Australian market, as you were saying. Um, and I, I think that, that, again, is for a lot of reasons, but I think the first reason is just because it's a, it's a good product. It's a product that's made by ranchers for ranchers. Um, you know, there's, I think, a lot of technology out there um, in, in this market and, and other markets that is almost like a, a capitalization, um, like, okay, we're, we see this opportunity and we're going to go take it. Um, this was really a, a product that was developed out of, uh, out of necessity and um, by, the, by the folks that were using it every single day. And so our, one of our big mantras is, you know, live for the rancher or live for the farmers, they say in the UK and in Australia, um, we'll, we'll stick with the rancher. Um, and so, you know, we do that, we try to do that every single day. Um, we try to hire uh, as many folks as we can from the industry um, as well. So, you know, if you ping the support line at, at midnight and you're calving out heifers, um, chances are you're probably gonna get somebody on the line that has also been in that position before and knows exactly what's going on and, and can help out. Um, and so it's really just sort of blossomed, and then we we went over to the to the UK and opened an office there, and um, have now jumped over here, as Kobe mentioned earlier, into the US um, with our true launch. We've been here for a little over a year now, but a true launch at the end of February this year. So, Kobe, I might hand it over to you to to talk about some of our strategy as we uh, as we open up this US market and and how we're finding success here. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, thanks, Max, for for the brief introduction of how we got here and really what do we focus on? Well, I think one thing that makes it especially unique to launch from Australia is even though it's far away from 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 our industry and it's a little bit differently designed, uh, the landscapes at which ranchers ranch in Australia are very similar to the the high deserts of Utah and the high deserts of Nevada uh, and and Arizona. That's the outback of, of, of Australia. And then you look at the lush green coastal lines of, uh, of Sydney and outside of the, um, the, the coastal areas. That, that, that's similar to maybe a Florida, maybe a Kentucky, maybe a, a Midwestern state or a Texas. So the, ge the diverse geography allowed us to really push grazing um, first and foremost, but really with increased regulations that they have in Australia and a higher export market into the Asian body, it allowed us to, to really wrap it into a more holistic design where we can have rugged animal health records on top of grazing, on top of financials. So you really have this holistic design and a holistic perspective when it comes to AgriWeb. So when you drag and drop a hay bale into a, a, a pasture, that hay bale has a cost that should be accrued to those animals. That hay bale has a nutritional value that should be compared to the animal's performance. And that hay bale, hopefully, um, relieves your grass of, of a little bit of stress when it comes to the amount of grazing required on that day. So looking at a hay bale in all three or factors, as opposed to just one, toss off the do easy and get going, is really the mantra and design of AgriWeb, that holistic perspective. And looking at just the, the ability to provide value, um, I think has been a tough one until we've really seen the invent or the advent of technology in the last 10 years. So. That it was just just wasn't very efficient to keep super diligent records over the last four generations because you had to write it down in your calving book, you had to kind of type it out into a file, put that file away or an Excel spreadsheet in the later years, and then it just take you hours on top of cattle work to to have that efficient record uh, in a manner that you can pull insights and understand wh what is my ROI of putting that new stock tank in that that northern pasture? What is my ROI of AI and bulls or AI and my cows instead of buying herd bulls? And being able to look at that it, historically has been very tough, but 
with the the OnVamp cloud-based technology, you can now just record that record once um, offline on your mobile device when you jump off the horse to shut the gate. And then all of that data will flow into those records. So at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, you just simply print a report out and you can see your pounds weaned per cow exposed. You can see the um, cost of production, not on the overarching business, but this specific herds within your operation. So what's driving my profitability? Is it my yearlings this year? Is it my mature cows? Or is it this replacement heifer program that, that I'm really trying to build out and sell premium genetics to premium ranchers? Uh, those decisions are at your fingertips when it comes to AgriWeb. So I think that starting Australia really allowed us to get that momentum from a higher regulation design, but then the same ranch management principles in the Southern hemisphere apply to the US, only we're so much more market competitive. We're so much more kind of natural when it comes to our market design, because we think of how can I make more money? How can I scale? How can I grow or predict what I have uh, as opposed to what compliance do I have to reach for a government regulation perspective or uh, an export perspective? It's just a different dichotomy, but it really allowed us to, to find early success, at least in the US. You were talking about holism and uh, that, that philosophy of managing ranch and duplicated in a technology. And I think that's one of the things that maybe I like the most about it is it sort of has that holistic approach. And what I do, I haven't, I haven't, it takes so long to sort of get into it. I like, I've been slowly entering my information. Max has been helping me with maps and stuff, but the setup is a little long, but I think the payoffs are worth it with the people that you've worked with uh in the united states what would you say was the one surprising thing that they liked about it the most and or the platform the most and do you find that everybody uh it's sort of intuitive to everybody and what are the things that people struggle with sure thing um i think that the, the feature that folks like the most is is really the universe that agro is based around and that's the map um being able to look at the ranch as a ranch mapped out pasture by pasture um, and have it be interactive, see where your cattle are or see where your sheep are um, and be able to, to truly keep records from a map base, uh, from a visual map base, um, I think is probably the, and I wouldn't necessarily call that surprising, um, but I, I think that that's absolutely the, the most liked feature um, and one of the most useful features for sure. Um, and, you know, with that, uh, I think that there are a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of other features that I guess maybe a little bit more surprising one would maybe be the task section. Um, I think a lot of people during the demo may look at the task section and say, uh, oh, you know, I'm not really 100% sure that I would use that, but it's cool. You know, it's an add on. Everything else is everything else is awesome, but maybe I won't use the task section. And then, um, you know, three months later, you check in and they're like, man, this task section, it's just <laughs> next level. We, you know, especially on, uh, I think on family operations, it can get, uh, it's useful. It can get a little bit interesting. You got, you know, people, family members assigning tasks to each other and, and whatnot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but it is a, it's, I think that's a little bit more of a, a surprising one. I think the map it, though, like I said, by far is, is number one. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, on both on the map and the tasks, so they're 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 fully integrated. So my dad, what I mean, he he's a, a great ranch manager, but he's a terrible artist. So whenever he kind of holds a stick and tries to draw a map of the ranch in, in uh, the dirt and says, "Kobe, I need you to put mineral out for the second calf heifers." Uh, they're north of the house, but you go through two gates. You you kind of take the two track road uh, a little bit west, and then you you open up an electric fence and, and then you keep going west and and you should see them kind of in a next sail over. Pretty soon I find myself going south in the opposite direction. So the task seeing exactly what herd he's talking about, uh, exactly where they're at and just be able to load up the mineral and go, load up the, the, the fence tighteners and go and know that I can fix fence on my way to the, the, the second cab heifers is just uh, pretty easy and effective, especially on our operation. 
Uh, and then looking at, I think a lot of ranchers are starting to grow their sophistication quite a bit with uh, in individual animal management with, uh, that's what we coin when you're EIDing animals or you're keeping track of genetics individually. Um, I know it's kind of been something that a lot of these ranches out West, they might be larger in scale, have toyed around with, but they just can't find an easy way to do it. Um, being able to jump in to AgriWeb, use it, and fully integrate with your true test EID wand is something that's really nice. Fully integrate with your Tapari system, fully integrate with um, your Gallagher systems is just something where they're like, I already have this technology, but this is just an easier way to capture it is something that we see more and more kind of come up as a, a huge benefit as well. That's I, Go ahead, Max. Oh, sorry, Rich. Um, I was just going to add on to that a little bit and say, you know, I think that that is a, a great, the, the task. Um, I was just thinking when Kobe was saying about, you know, driving around um, kind of aimlessly, but now you can, you know, on AgroWeb see where those tasks are and different things like that. And that's, you know, that creates efficiencies. And I think that, you know, when something creates an efficiency or does a job for you or helps you do a job better than, you know, then it becomes a, a tool. And AgroWeb is, is absolutely a, a tool. I like to call it a tool versus calling it a, you know, it is a software, it is this, it is that, but more than anything, it's, it's a tool. And I think that um, when it comes to, when it comes to this industry today, you know, we're, the population's getting larger. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of food to provide. And not only do we have a lot of food to provide and, and that number is growing, but you know, the consumer also wants, you know, now the consumer wants their food to be fed this way and the consumer wants this and that and the other, and to be able to give producers the tools that they need, um, you know, to meet those market demands, I think is really important. And so a tool may, you know, today may look a little bit different than it did, um, you know, than it did 50 years ago, you know, it, we're just adding to that sort of adding to that toolbox. So you've got, um, you've got a pair of pliers, that's still a tool today, just like it was 50 years ago. But now you've also got AgroWeb to add to that toolbox. And I think that it, it fits in when when it creates efficiencies like that and, and helps you do jobs out on the ranch like that, I think it becomes just as, as much a tool as anything else. So something that Colby said really struck me. He's talking about his dad not being a very good map guard. So does he use the platform? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad's kind of closing in on 60. Uh, and before I even joined the company, I, of course, stepped into the software and felt like this is something that differentiates, is a differentiator compared to any other uh, ranch management platform. So downloaded it on his iPad that he checks cattle prices on, checks corn prices on, looks at different uh, herd tires, just downloaded it, set it uh, in his lap, and, and pretty soon he was plugging away, putting forage out for our different cells, being able to say how many cows he has in each one, and and just seeing the ease of use that a 58-year-old can just pick it up and run with it, throw it in his pickup the next day, and just keep cruising like he hasn't had an uninterrupted complication. Uh, just pulls it up, moves cattle when he moves cattle, feeds cattle when he feeds cattle. And then from a peace of mind perspective, he knows all of that is there, um, not just for tomorrow to see what needs to be done next, but over the next generation. So we can always look back and see his management design, be able to take that and from a succession perspective, really make the pot, uh, the, the ranch successful in that, that perspective. I think it's something that Max said about it creates efficiencies and like mm -hmm. the task gives you a day-to-day -day thing. When I was in Saskatchewan, I this I had a girlfriend up there and there was a ranch manager up there. I, that he was he was a character. Um, but the one thing I noticed that he did every morning, he grabbed a cup of coffee and he just aimlessly drove around for a while. Yep. And uh, when I when you talk about like uh, the holistic approach, this doesn't get in the way of that. That's important, but this is something you could drive around and then you could make that. Like I go what I said, like I just was thinking when Max was talking, crap, I just moved the pasture, the cows from the pasture that he just moved it into two days ago. So I need to go back and update that. But mm -hmm. yeah, that driving around, this, this is something that integrates into that type of thing. And what I've found in the past is uh, a lot of softwares are just brute force, sit down and enter stuff in. It, this is a thing where you can enter a little bit in, come back to it, and you don't have to sit down and make it all complete at one time. Yeah, yeah, I think it is interesting because we don't track 
success for our users for how many hours that they're they're in the platform. We track success for how little of time that they're in the, the, the platform because we know ranch managers, their job is to, to run a ranch. We don't want to replace a ranch manager by any means, but more so empower them to be efficient. So the more hours that a ranch manager sits behind a computer, the worst we, we believe that is. So having something that's easy to go that goes with you and you're like, okay, there's about a thousand pounds of dry matter in that pasture, being able to quickly put that in um, and have that observation record there and then move forward with your day. So you know that in three days time, you probably have to move those animals. Uh, just having that just right there locally or, or being prepared for your audit. You don't have to spend five days getting ready for GAP4 audits. Instead, you just keep your daily routine. And when the auditor comes out in the afternoon, you print out three reports and she thumbs through them and, and stamps you and you're, you're good to go. I mean, just making it as efficient as possible and keeping the, the ranch manager out of the office is really something that we focus on when it comes to success. That brings me, that sort of brings me to an interesting question. I want to go back. After eight years, a platform like this doesn't happen without some mistakes and some lessons learned around the way. And I know you guys are both relatively new, but what were some of the assumptions and mistakes that might have proved wrong or incorrect that sort of build into the robustness of the system it has now? What were some of the lessons learned in the previous six years or seven years? I yeah, think that's, that, a, that's a really good question. Yeah, go ahead, Mac. I've got I've got just one quick thought, Kobe, and then I can toss it back over to you. Um, I I think that one of the big assumptions was that it was going to be tough to get ranchers to pick up this platform and use it. And now that that's not an assumption that you know held the product back um, at all. If anything, pushed it forward. But you know, I think that there was there's always an assumption when there's a new technology or um, you know, a, a new uh, way of doing things in this industry that there's going to be some some pushback on it. And I'm not saying we haven't, you know, haven't haven't seen some pushback, but I think that it's been really incredible to see how producers in all three geographies um, and beyond those geographies uh, have picked up this platform and truly adopted it. Um, and I think that that was an, an assumption uh, that kind of caught everybody by by surprise in a good way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and I think that one lesson that um, when our, our founders and our team early on were, were designed the product, uh, one uh, thing that, that they recognized early on was don't try to be too smart. But really allow the ranch manager to, to elect how he wants to see things. So when, like, for instance, one thing that we come across pretty often is people wanting to measure head days versus their own animal unit standardized way versus an animal unit equivalent and being able to have the flexibility for a lot of operations as opposed to just forecasting, okay, this is what AgriWeb says is an animal unit to you. Uh, really just allowing the rancher to plug it in. It's like, I want to count head days or I want to count animal unit equivalents or, or somewhere in between. Uh, that flexibility is built into the platform. So we're not trying to be too smart for our boots. We're, we're really, allowing you to, to run your ranch as you see fit and just more so complementing your, your ranch management design. But we realized that early on. And I think that um, that's one thing that, that we continue to have an emphasis on is the ranch manager makes the decisions and how can we make the platform as user-friendly as possible, possible so that he can um, really empower his management design. I picked up on that. I switched mine to my AU to uh, 1.5 for pairs. Yeah. I mean, it might not make sense to some academic down the road, but it makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. absolutely. We we were just talking to um, we were just talking to someone last week actually who was commenting on the same thing, saying I really like the way that you can do that because you can for for them on their operation, um, you know, a cow may be thirteen hundred pounds, but it's one to them that's one animal unit, and so right. being able to have that as one as opposed to automatically being one point three um is is just is huge, a huge plus yeah i just got a buddy right in, in south africa must use your software he said it was a total game changer for him so are you guys in south africa also yeah we do. yeah yep yeah, yeah we, we have a small team in south africa um really providing uh, really expanding that that geography 
Um, Dale uh, is one of the guys that is in, I think he's in uh, Eastern Cape and he travels around and works with ranchers across South Africa, whether they're, they're running goats, sheep or, or cattle, being able to provide solutions for them. I don't, most people don't probably um, appreciate how sort of incredible that is because so much of uh, South Africa is that communal farming type of uh, philosophy. And for some guy, for me in the Great Basin that works around buckaroos and uh, huge horse culture to be using it and then have a positive reflection from Ashtel in South Africa who uses it. No horses uh, comes from a, that communal herdship thing. That's yep. pretty impressive that it's that diverse of a platform that it can touch all those check boxes for people on two different continents, three different continents. Yeah, and I think that that's one thing uh, that we think is pretty important. So we provide solutions for the guy with 10 head of cattle or 10,000 head of cattle or sheep or, or any type of animal. Um, so really having the the small ruminants, the large ruminants, and every ranch is a little bit unique in design. So being able to have uh, a solution for any ranch and its dichotomy and bringing this to the table where it's, what is your operation? Let's learn about your operation. Let's learn about you and your system. And then let's see if we can provide a solution to it is really the approach that we take. And and on that, when it comes to those communal operations, uh, AgriWeb is, uh, we do not do not charge a seat license. It's, uh, if you go with AgriWeb, you get unlimited users. So you can have uh, your three ranch hands, your ranch manager, um, your, your consultant and your your cousins all on the same platform. Uh, if they have any stake whatsoever in your operation or curious whatsoever, you can always add them as a user so that they can kind of be um, exposed to what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis or actively capturing records. And that's uh, interesting. That's what, well, Max finally, uh, I have to, I'll, I'll go back. Poor Max, I think, scheduled two separate meetings that I completely blew off and totally forgot, not out of any particular malice towards Max, that <laughs> just got super busy. But uh, finally he got my attention long enough. And the two things that stood out to me is this is the first service where I didn't have to pay by the head, which annoys the hell out of me. I just want a simple subscription that has a fixed cost that I know every year is that's what's gonna be. And the th second thing that really got me to jump in is <clears throat> Being able to point out, print out the reports for the, ver the certifiers and the um, verifiers. That is, that AA first is so incredibly annoying that I even have to deal with those people. Um, that, and then secondly, not, and then to have to go and put all that information together every year for several different types of certification is also extremely annoying when I don't even like to write the check to them in the first place. So making that part of my life simpler was a huge selling point for me but i think the biggest one was look here's a price point that's affordable i can really easily allocate it across my herd and i don't feel like i'm just getting my head tore off most i i the thing that i'm starting on my soapbox i apologize i get off what i say most every time i talk to somebody in ag technology they say well it's going to be 40 dollars a head well hell 40 dollars a head is one month on really good pasture Yep. And that works out. If I'm gaining at one point, I'm looking at almost on a calf, I'm looking at maybe 50 to 60 pounds of gain. There's no way that this, yep. I don't, no offense, but most ag technology is never going to beat that $40 investment as far as ROI. But the way that you guys structured it, it's enough to get me my foot in it and make, you, make me want to do it. And then the fact that it's, I know what that's it, a fixed cost and it's something I can plan for. Man, I, I got some ag technology a couple of years ago and I got my bill per head after the first quarter and it, it just blew me away. I was like, this is not what I had planned. And then they're like, oh yeah, then we're going to hit you for next year. So you'll be ready. I'm like, yeah, I can't take a $4,000 hit in. Yeah. So, yep. anyways. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that, when people are looking into this, that is one of the things that you should look at very first is the price, the way that they price it, sort of the subscription type of deal. It's really good value for what it's being, what's being provided. So kudos to you guys on that. We appreciate that, Rich. And, and there's a few kind of quick points that I want to make 
sort of on that. And I want to tie it back originally to something that I said earlier, um, which was uh, one of our one of our sort of company uh, mottos or, or, or mantras, if you will. Um, and that's living for the rancher. And, you know, it definitely blew me away too a little bit that a lot of uh, a lot of things are, are priced uh, per head. I almost see it as a, you know, if you're if you have more cattle walking around, we don't want to handcuff, you know, we don't want to handcuff your success. You know, we want to, if that's, if AgroWeb is providing something or helping provide some success that is allowing you to grow your business, that's awesome. And, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to tax you for that. If anything, we want to say congratulations and, you know, come help you work cattle next time you're shoot side. Um, and it is, you know, I, I think that, uh, that is that's the first kind of important thing that that I wanted to point out, really, just kind of piggybacking off of off of what you were saying, Rich. And um, the user the user thing goes goes right along with that. You know, if you're hiring someone to help out because you've got more work, um, you got more work to do because you're successful, uh, or you've leased a new place, or um, you know, growing your business in in any way, shape, or form, we definitely want you to be able to add uh, add those folks on board. Um, without, you know, without any handcuffing going on. So that's our, our sort of thought process uh, behind there. And, you know, the, the other thing on, on pricing that I would like to mention um, is those different tiers. And so, you know, there's not just one tier of pricing and we don't just have one package that's just, you know, it's all AgriWeb, but there's, there's, different, there's different tiers in there. So with those different tiers, we're able to cater to um, somebody with, uh, 10 cattle, 10 sheep, or somebody with, you know, 10,000 cattle or 20,000 sheep or, you know, a larger business um, and anywhere in between. And so, you know, we're not just for a small operation. We're not just for a big operation. We're not just for a kind of medium size, kind of sophisticated, but kind of simple operation. Um, you know, we're, we're for all of them and, and everywhere in between. Um, and, and there's definitely sort of a, a point in there that matches everyone. Yeah, and Rich, really taking that forward, how can we increase the bottom line for, for our ranchers like in the next five years? I mean, there's a lot of different opportunities there, but with uh, a lot of our, our data capturing systems, like we fully intend on diving headfirst into the, the carbon neutral, the carbon sequestration uh, marketplace and, and really helping ranchers represent what they do and, and how sustainably they produce their their product so uh, i mean we already capture number of head their grazing patterns uh their animal weights their their health records and now like taking it one step further and really looking at the regenerative the, the sustainable approach of what can we do now well if we get some organic matter metrics when it comes to carbon sequestration we can start to extrapolate and predict how much carbon is being sequestered or emitted on any given ranch and hopefully really provide a, become an advocate for, for the ranchers that make up the this jewel of the livelihood and, and help push the industry forward and also add to, to their bottom line when it comes to being compensated for this stuff. Yeah, I think that, that this app this it does the as far as the carbon monitoring or the soil health. I, I'd rather say soil health because it's bigger yep. than just carbon. Yep. But uh, um, that aspect of the monitoring and regional labs and being able to do that kind of stuff and record it in the document, I think it may even, uh, if you make it easy enough, it'll probably spur people to do it more often. Like if you see some sort of development in one field, go take a sam soil sample, put it out, and it can be recorded in the I know it's all a long ways out, but what I like about your guys' uh, tool platform is that it seems like it's pretty open-ended, and I see that as a limitation of a lot of other ones I've uh, trialed and stuff is uh, it's a pretty closed ecosystem. Like, it's not looking, it's not forward-looking. It's like, here's the package to get a change into it. It's going to be this big, huge process where I see you guys have left it sort of open-ended so you can build on what you have as a platform now and add as you learn. And I imagine that's important when you're in different continents because each each area is going to have different challenges and stuff that over time as more people adapt to these to using this 
for a myriad of different reasons, not just for management. I, I think the certification yep. and validate, validation of what you're doing is going to be huge in the next 10 years. And these type of platforms are just going to make everybody's life so much simpler because the people that are pushing this already believe that these type of technologies are available and widespread when, in fact, most people haven't even adapted. Most people in yeah. should haven't adapted to this. We see all the articles about people that have, but that's a very small percentage of people that have. So I have great hope for your guys' platform because it's just so simple to just pick up and get going. And I think yeah. it's going to be, yeah. Yeah, and also like on that subject, um, like we're continually, like constantly enhancing the platform, uh, sending out updates and new features um, on a weekly basis. So uh, in our pricing, it's a one-year agreement. Um, every year we have to renew it with you um, to ensure that we do our job on our end and give you the ability to say, if I, I mean, we, we definitely don't uh, foresee this happening very often. I mean, we have 0.5% of our, our global customers leave us on an annual basis, but we want to get that to zero. So really just in, instilling those values and what matters to all of our producers into the platform and then just exposing that. And as soon as new features are released, releasing that to you is one thing that we live by and hopefully, I mean, if you ever are discontent with, with the service that we provide, you can walk away, but uh, we are very diligent in releasing, like last year we released a hundred new features for our just baseline subscription model so that they can continue to improve their management without having to pay that that nickel, that dime extra to get that that cool new feature type of design. That's an important, that's an important point, Kobe, um, and one that I that I forgot to mention earlier when I was talking about unlimited users and unlimited animals is the fact that we do release those updates every, you know, every two weeks, if not more often, um, often including a, a new feature that's actually a noticeable feature, something that people will log on to Agrobe and say like, oh, that definitely wasn't there before. That's really useful. Or they'll jump into their reporting section and say, oh, that's a new report that I haven't seen before that I'm, you know, really excited that I now have. Um, and, and kind of piggybacking on that a little bit, um, we've also got an ideas portal for for all of our customers, and so um, which I think is is we don't mention it uh, we don't mention it all the time, but I think it is a, a, this is a great you know time to to kind of uh, highlight it, and it's just somewhere where you can log in and type in an idea that you may have, and it goes straight to our product team, and other people can vote on it. So Rich, if you log in there and say, okay, you know, I want X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, there's a chance that somebody in South Africa or somebody in Australia or the UK may want to see that same feature and it'll pop up and you can, you know, you can vote on it and, and kind of get in on that worldwide conversation about how we are developing this product and, and how we're developing our, our product pipeline moving forward, what we're going to release, when we're going to release it. I'm just going to jump right in and put you guys on the spot on the podcast to tell you what I want. <laughs> Go for it. Let her, let her up. Uh, I did an interesting thing happen today. My dad called me. He goes, uh, where's the brand inspecting sheets on the uh, cattle that we sent to Nevada four months ago? I was like, I don't know. It's at the office. <laughs> Anyways, he goes, I need it to do my numbers. So I think that what I'd really like to see is uh, like a folder for documents. Like, so when I usually do a brand inspection or I do any documents that's in the field, I usually immediately just scan it on my phone and email it to myself or do something. But if I could scan that, have it cataloged in the app, that would be awesome. I know it takes up a lot of server power and all that kind of stuff, but it might be way out there. But I was thinking, man, if I just could pull this up and shoot it and share it with him right away, it would have been easier. We found the, we finally found the brand inspection things, but I had to make three calls. So as I, if I could, if it was, if the app had the function that I could put documents into it as I went along, that would be huge for, I yep. think. So, yeah. And I think uh, we've heard that from producers as well. So, I mean, that's a feedback point that we've heard enough that, that we were going to uh, discuss with our product team moving forward. Uh, it's something where, whether it's uh, compliance for an organic feed mix, uh, you need to have that feed uh, label in, in your your files and, and really just having it as a one-stop shop i think that, that that's um very much in line with what we hear from from other operations that are similar to yours because like my dad entire life this might be similar to 
your guys' experience. Had the National Cattlemen's little booklet. Yeah. That's how every, that's, yep. everything went into that. And the, I think this is that. I think this is a more sophisticated, more uh, robust replacement of that that tool. Anyways, um, well, we're, we're probably towards the end, but I really wanted to talk, let you guys all sort of explain now that you're sort of getting your established, you've been here, you're getting some really, uh, really cool customers. I know several of the people that you guys are uh, working with now in so many diverse types of ranching. Uh, it's just amazing. Um, what's the future look like? What, uh, what do you see coming down the pike and um, the carbon thing? I'm super excited to dive into that more in depth with you guys as uh, we move forward. But you can talk about that and then where you see the future. Where, uh, where are going to be the outcomes that you're looking forward to? I think that I think that first and foremost, um, our our main uh, goal. I'll, Sort of talk about the near future here, and then Kobe. I know you probably have a few thoughts about the uh, the, the future. Future. Um, I think that in the near future here, we're we're looking to um, really, really uh, make a huge point to perfect the product that we currently have to perfect this this true ranch or farm management software, and really like move that product forward. Um, and listen to our listen to our clients, listen to our, our customers, and and say, okay, what what do they want? What do they need to be successful? Um, you know, today and and tomorrow and next week and, and next month, um, and make sure that they have you know those those records uh, that they you know they they're able to keep exactly the record that they need to drive their business forward um, in all of those diverse types of of uh, ranching, and so making sure the product. Uh, works flawlessly for someone running a seed stock operation, and also someone, um, and also someone uh, just finishing out cattle on grass for a couple months out of the year. Um, you know, from someone in Australia running a, a large sheep operation on multiple stations to someone just running a few sheep on a small um, a small piece of land over here and, and everywhere in between. So we're making uh, a lot of pushes right now to really perfect and polish um, portions of, of the product uh, at the current at the current time frame, um, and looking to do that into the near future and uh, make those performance improvements, um, make those you know add add specific records, um, kind of more more bespoke type things as well. So um, and then we also obviously have a lot of we're very we're definitely a forward thinking uh, company and we are always sort of thinking about that next step with which Kobe touched on um, when, when he was talking about uh, us thinking about um, carbon sequestration and making sure that we can give ranchers the tools that they need um, on, on that side of things, just like we're giving them the tools that they need today, you know, when they're shoot side. And um, so I might let Kobe talk about that just a little bit more and, and talk about anything that he might have on his mind. Yeah. So, I mean, just um, kind of, bridging off of what max just said is first and foremost yeah we we want an absolutely robust product for the rancher across the united states and and ranches across the united states are incredibly unique you might have a robust seed stock program with 20 to 30 head you might have a large western ranch with 2500 head and really like i mean this is not a, a closed door policy by any means for us. So if ranchers have feedback, if ranchers have ideas, like reach out and tell us because we are designed by ranchers for ranchers and we take input by the, the common rancher so that we can improve it across the, the country and across the globe. So um, anyone listening, I, I would very much encourage you to reach out. Um, if you're not already an AgriWeb user, uh, you can jump into a trial and just give us feedback. Uh, at worst, and, and we'll get better that way. Um, looking at the United States and, and AgriWeb across the globe, it's still the early days. I mean, we've only been here for officially uh, about six months. So looking forward, it, it's really exciting to see what all can we do? Can we help completely um, automate a lot of the compliance programs and have traceability integrity across the supply chain that opens up a, an, an enormous opportunity for the United States when it comes to exporting our beef across the globe. 
just a quick side note on that. I mean, Australia went through terrible droughts over the last four or five years, terrible fires, and now they're in a rebuilding phase and their exports across the globe were down 20%. There is a gap right there and an opportunity right there for US producers to fill that void and to increase our demand for, for US beef. So really aligning with the rancher to make that as easy as possible to get source and age verified or to get NHTC animals on a boat and get that beef consumed globally is something that we're focusing on right now. What that means is uh, maybe some solutions for supply chain integrations, supply chain um, uh, uh, facilities that as the rancher elects to share his data with, with a counterparty, it's not, we don't share anything without your permission, but if they elect to say, these are in fact NHTC animals, I'm passing that data on and having a robust traceability program so that they can go and fill the, the requirements in the EU or Japan or China. Um, that's one solution we're looking at. Uh, also just really making it a, a robust farm management system where we uh, do a lot more of a, we do a better job when it comes to inventory, managing your feed and treatment inventory, managing maybe if you have a direct consumer beef inventory, being able to have all of that all in the one-stop shop. Uh, then we mentioned carbon sequestration. I mean, really the sky's the limit for this platform. And uh, I, I can't directly speak for Max, but I think our entire team is more than, or is very excited about the future of uh, livestock-based animal production and, and really helping be an advocate and, and a partner in the industry for the producers across the country. I think that's about as good a place to wrap it up as any. Um, it's been a great interview. I appreciate both your guys' time. Can you, uh, if people want, first of all, I want to say I have found the AgriWeb team to be nothing but accessible and ready to help out at a moment's notice. So kudos to you guys on that. Uh, customer service is such a real rare thing in uh, most of these technologies these days. So that's amazing. Uh, how can people reach out to get in contact with either one of you? And uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always, uh, I like to say I'm always reachable. Um, I am definitely, uh, if I don't answer your call or, or email in the first uh, five minutes, there's probably something wrong with me. So um, definitely uh, reach out my phone number. Uh, I can just, I mean, my phone number is 970-715-6608. And my email is max.westheimer at agroweb.com. Uh, you can call or email me. Uh, text me anytime. Uh, happy to help out. You can also find us, uh, find me and AgroWeb on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, all of those, all of those places. And uh, AgroWeb is just at AgroWeb. Um, and I'm, I think I'm at Max Westheimer on pretty much everything as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't probably have uh, as much of a social media presence as, as either Max or you, Rich, but uh, I'm always on LinkedIn. So you can look at me at just Kobe Buck at LinkedIn. I'm the US account manager for AgriWeb. You can also email me or call me. My email is coby.buck at agriweb, A-G-R-I-W-E-B-B.com. Um, or you can give me a call. It's uh, it's 970-630-5767. Uh, I'm meeting with a lot of producers. So if I don't answer on the first pickup, uh, just uh, feel free to give me a voicemail. If I uh, if I don't get to you right away on the emails, feel free to, uh, I, I will get to you in the next couple of days. But uh, yeah, encourage any producer, large or small, to reach out to us. Um, like I said, I mean, we're, we're not focusing on one large ranch solution. We're not focusing on a solution for for specific seed stock guys. We're really looking to address the U.S. market and the global market as a whole. So feel free to reach out, and we encourage you to do so. All right. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Thank and, you, Rich. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Rich. All right. Talk to you in a bit. Yep. All right. Bye.